you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hola, que tal? What's up, everybody? What Once again, listening to the El Huddle Podcast. Alba, alongside my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz, fresh <laughs> from the Super Bowl. MJ, what is up? How's what the Super Bowl? What day is it? What time is it? Where are we? <laughs> You're all twisted, <laughs> right? Now. Yeah, it, it's just been one continuation from Super Bowl week. Um, the fact that I still have a voice left is pretty remarkable i have to tell you but that is a sign of a great time of a great super bowl it's just people have to understand it's not just super bowl sunday it's the whole lead up and then the aftermath too like we're still in it well you know this we're still very much in that mode it's it's kind of nuts but it's been awesome we'll sprinkle some some details of, of of how it all went down in arizona as we go through the the episode here well what was awesome is first off to see and hear you handle your business for the podcast there (laughs) in Arizona. Great, insightful conversations. And then also, not only that, beside your responsibility on TV, you were also the on-field host there for the Super Bowl in the stadium. How was that? That was the craziest experience in the very best way that I've ever had. I've been covering this league for nearly 15 years. I've never experienced a Super Bowl in that capacity and from that perspective to be on the field the entire time for the game. It's something that I've, I don't even know how to describe appropriately to you guys. It was surreal. Like there were so many moments like right before the coin toss where I'm standing there with mama Kelsey on one, on one side of me and cam Jordan, Jordan sparks on the other side, watching the flyover mama Kelsey's crying, like tears streaming down her face, squeezing my hand. Like it, it was, it was something really, really special. Like that was, it was awesome. It really was. That That is totally awesome. And just as a quick aside, Jordan Sparks, she <laughs> was, I believe, gem. in high school, absolute gem. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, hosting this event that locally there was the sports Grammys, Oscars, whatever you right. want to call it for high school athletes. And so I remember introducing her she comes on this angelic booming incredible voice and afterward i had said we are going to see her on american idol someday sure enough like two or three months later yeah she was on there and she won and she won as a matter of fact and her dad was a former Mm -hmm. arizona state sun devil so that is great. So many connections. I know we'll get into it. Uh, still to come on this podcast, we're going to have former linebacker Donnie Edwards. He played for the Chiefs and the Chargers. We'll get his thoughts on whether the Chiefs are a dynasty at all. We're going to have Bayer Salva plus Platono Power. But let's hear that final play there from the Super Bowl. Jalen Kurtz retrocede. Última jugada del Super Bowl 57. Oh! 
nada, se acabó, ganan los Kansas City Chiefs, pensaban que iba a ser un milagro ganar esto cuando cayó Patrick Mahomes con lesión en el primer tiempo. I highly recommend folks, at least throughout any NFL game, switch over to the Spanish language podcast. It is yes. a time. It is a time. That was Adrián García Marquez on the call there for Fox Deportes. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. And this Super Bowl was one of the most unbelievable Super Bowls that we have seen. The Chiefs, they end up winning their second Super Bowl title in four years. Mm -hmm. This was a totally different team in the second half. And yeah. Nick Allegretti, offensive lineman for the Chiefs, we had him on Good Morning Football, and he had said at halftime that Patrick Mahomes and company had this confidence. Even though that they mm -hmm. were down by 10, there was still this confidence. Mahomes gives a speech, not a rah-rah fiery one, but just hey, we got this, guys, more right. like a calm speech of his. And they went out there and then scored 24 points. <laughs> and the Eagles had absolutely no answer for him, MJ. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. Actually, that's very... I almost feel like that's on brand with what this Chiefs team is and what they have showed all season long, right? If you're at a point where at halftime you have to give a rah-rah speech, you're probably in trouble, right? But the Chiefs knew that they weren't. They know what they had. They had the experience of being in a game and understanding, hello, this is what happened against the San Francisco 49ers. They were trailing tremendously at the halftime where everybody thought, hey, Shanahan and the gang are going to get it back in Super Bowl 54. And they came back and they won that game. So they know how to come from behind. Moreover, they know how to come from behind on a Super Bowl, which is insanity. Yeah. So I think that confidence is, is sort of what lends itself to that. Hey, guys, we're good. We know what to do here. Yeah. Let's go out there and execute and, and, and finish this up. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and it permeates throughout that offense and the team, too, because that Sky Moore mm -hmm. touchdown mm. was actually run out of the wrong formation. <laughs> right. And they were yeah. still able to execute, which to me was amazing. And yeah. next year, they still have to be considered the prohibitive favorite. And For I sure. think it's going to be the Bengals and the Bills the Dolphins chasing them, and then the NFC, I think the Eagles, the 49ers, they're going to be all in the mix. But they're going to be looking up at yeah. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because Mahomes right now has two Super Bowl titles. It feels like there's going to be more in his future with the way that he's no played, all this experience that he's garnered, and that big, big scramble that he had there in the second half. Yeah. on a busted ankle was was unbelievable so can't say enough good things about what andy reed did to scheme differently in the second half and for what patrick mahomes did it wasn't a wow game from a statistical standpoint right. but right. still they were able to come away with the win it was a high scoring game which for us as just as fans of the game it's sort of what you want to go. And the fact that it kept going back and forth. I mean, I, I, I feel for Jalen Hurts because he had a historic Super Bowl um, appearance and mm -hmm. performance, but it doesn't matter, right? There's no moral victories. We talk about this all the time. Like, yes, that'll go in the record books, but he didn't hold the Lombardi at the end. So I know for him, he's like, that's great, but not, but not because we didn't get the ultimate prize. Yeah, he definitely had the statistics, and he mm -hmm. showed a lot 
unfortunately he had that one turnover right but i think the future is bright oh, for the absolutely. eagles they are yeah. going to have their primary stars on offense dallas goddard aj brown Devonte awesome. smith i think the real question mark for philly is going to be on the defensive side where they have a lot of question marks there but i'll say this right now casey is enjoying themselves at mm -hmm. one point in time i thought that A.J. Brown was going to crash the parade. I thought that he would do <laughs> what Conor McGregor no. did to Machine Gun Kelly at the VMAs and throw drinks at their faces. I thought at one point Nothing time that was going to happen. I think they just keep it on, on Twitter. We'll get into all of that um, as we have our guest, Donnie Edwards, coming up. We'll get his insight in just a couple minutes on the Chiefs and their Super Bowl run. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Everybody's asking them, this is a dynasty. It's been a dynasty. Y'all just ain't no shit until now. Believe that feel that and it's Chiefs Kingdom forever, baby. We love y'all. Let's run the back. Yeah, that is what we say here on the podcast. After every production meeting, <laughs> that's what I say. Let's run this back on the uh, yeah, Exactly. Uh, that was Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey at the parade. <laughs> And we know somebody else who was pretty excited. Wasn't at the parade, but he's a former chief. He was with them for more than five years. We are joined by former star linebacker, Donnie Edwards. Woo! What up, Donnie? Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> hello. Well, well, great having you here. Um, how excited were you with this Chiefs win? Oh, super excited. I mean, spending uh, almost nine years in Kansas City, you know, uh, six originally and then coming back for, right. uh, you know, for two and three at the end. Um, it's like Dorothy going back to Kansas, right? So in between that, I had an opportunity to go to the Chargers and play in my hometown, which is pretty cool. I just wish that, you know, looking back, we had some great opportunities to, uh, to make it to the Super Bowl. And uh, although we never made it, Although when I was there, I never won a playoff game, but I can still enjoy with the city and the organization and the team and the Hunt family and everything that the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs have done. Um, I'm excited. I'm happy. I got there my, it is. my brand new <laughs> He's wearing the hat. Kansas City Chiefs, right? That's I got the one. Nice. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Okay, so let's talk about this, the hot button item, because there was Kelsey talking about it, and we've sort of had this little conversation mm -hmm. going on our shows all week long. The word dynasty. And I almost feel, Donnie, like dynasty and goat are sort of in the narrative now. Like, what defines that? What are What's the punch list for you to be considered that? But when you look at this Chiefs team, second uh, championship in four seasons, the way that they've dominated the division, um, the way they've dominated the conference, quite frankly, if nothing else, we are looking at perhaps the early stages of, of building a dynasty there. Well, I think there's one thing you got to understand. For the last five years, I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs have, have hosted the AFC Championship in Kansas City. Am I right, right. on that? 
He's Patrick yeah. Mahomes has never had to play a road playoff game. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. I mean, there's nothing nuts? like playing in Arrowhead. Trust me, there's nothing like playing in Arrowhead. What an incredible place. One of my favorite places to play in. Um, you know what? It's one of these things where you look, you look at when you're in the motion of doing something right, when you're working towards something, you can't look at that dynasty or, or whatever you think you're going to be when you're working right now. Right. So right now, it's pretty premature to take a second to look back and like, wow, this is a dynasty. I mean, let history do that. Right now, it's time to turn and to work and to execute and take advantage of, you know, the essence that you have right now, like the work ethic and the team and the and the commitment to winning. You stay with that, right? And you keep it. And you can look back and you can make it a, um, you know, an adjustment to whatever you think the word's going to be. I like that. Bring well, us back to life. Reel us in, Donnie. Reel us in. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I We saw what Patrick Mahomes did, and we talked about it earlier in the podcast, that they weren't wow numbers from him, but he made the plays when he had to. And now, MJ, you brought up the word goat or the phrase goat. Mm -hmm. it, it's something where now people think that Mahomes can chase Tom Brady. Right. and win more Super Bowl titles in his future. What is your sense of where this team can go from here with Mahomes and Reed running the show? Right. I love all the hypotheticals. It's funny because as a player, we never think about that crap at all. We just <laughs> no, <of course laughs> got to head down, we're working. You know, let's, let's look at next year. This is great. Let's enjoy this right now. Let's see who we have no, next year. No, see if we have it. Yeah, you guys always want to jump the. You want to jump the hypotheticals. Players don't look at it that way. I tell you, players do not look at it that way. Like right now, you know, I mean, they're young and they're gelling and they're working. And Andy Reid, I mean, everything is turning right now. Even not playing their best game, even Mahomes not playing his best game and the defense and all this different stuff, they found a way to win. And right. that's the essence of a great team is mm -hmm. finding a way to win. And that's what they did, no matter what. I've been to games. I've seen some games this past year. And, you know, just when their back is against the wall, they found a way to win. And that's what great teams do. Yep. And that's why they deserve to be world champions. Can I ask you, I have a question for you, Donnie, because as we're listening to, um, you know, the Chiefs players at the Victory Parade talk about, you know, everybody doubted us. I was like, did, did everybody doubt you? Like, who was... Yeah. Who was doubting you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there seemed to be this air yeah, yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. underdog. Look, I was like, y'all can't be considered an underdog <laughs> with this. Yeah, come on, Donnie, right? <laughs> no, I get it. Hey, whatever it takes to motivate <laughs> your, your, your team, your players. I mean, trust me, we use all of that stuff, you know, in football. Right. Right. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. If you said, like, they didn't believe in us, they underrated us, okay, we're going to show them. And that's what motivated this team. Whatever it takes. Hey, mm -hmm. don't forget, whatever motivated them, they made it Period. happen and they did it. And that's right. great. I mean, whatever your rallying call is for the year, I'm sure next year it'll be something else. They say we can't do it. But whatever it is, yeah, get the team together, rally together, get motivated, and let's do it again. All right, well, Donnie, let me ask you this, because you played in the league for a long time. What were some of the things that you used, even if they were small, <laughs> innocuous things that 
you said, you know what? I'm going to use this to fuel me. There, there's got to be a long list of them. Of course, of course. And it's funny because, like, you know, being the captain and stuff like that, we you you got to get the best out of all your players, right? right. So everybody needs to be motivated. Right. And for everybody, that motivation is different. It could be your contract. It could be the best. Mm. It could be, like, fear. It could be whatever. And I always tell the guys, like, I don't care what motivates you. Just get motivated today. And yeah. for me personally, it changed every day, right? I mean, I always had um, expectations, right? I don't want to make any middle errors. I want to make sure that I got 10 tackles and some type of big play, right? Some interception, some some uh, fumble recovery or something like that. So, and and I know sometimes when I was close, I truly, really wanted to motivate myself to push harder, right? To run the extra 10 yards down the field and help out on the time, whatever it is. And I always told myself like little small things about like, you know, if I, you know, if I get 12 tackles this game and I'm like at eight or whatever, or I, I need to make a play that I get to go to Disneyland. It's so, it's the craziest thing ever. Trust me. It's, <laughs> it's the like a reward base. I like it. Yeah, it is. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. Or, uh, you know, and that's what kind of like got me going through games sometimes. I mean, it changes from game to game, year from year. You mm -hmm. know, whatever your rallying call is to motivate you is, is different. I mean, if you talk to all players, I mean, I'm sure they have different things, right? You know, that motivate them. Um, and for me, it just kind of changed from game to game, year to year. I have a, a separate question now because you see me with the Fen t-shirt. Did you, were you at the game or did you watch? Of course you watched the game, but were you present or were you watching from home? No, no. This is the first time in, God, I want to say uh, eight or nine years that I wasn't at the Super Bowl. I mean, oh I was, yeah, wow. yeah, I know. Um, yeah, and it's crazy. I wish I would have known ahead of time that, that the Chiefs were going to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you would have <laughs> right, reserved your spot. Yeah. Um, nobody nobody gave you the heads up. Nobody gave you the heads up. No, I didn't know. We made this, you know, we just Fair celebrated. Enough. My wife and I just celebrated our 20-year wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Oh, oh hey. Thank happy you. anniversary. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to do, like, some big trip, right? We have these bucket listers, like, seeing the Taj Mahal in India and stuff like that. So we said Casual. at our 20th, we're going we're gonna to do this. And that's where we were. We were traveling in India and being able to see some incredible smells and sights and foods. And, uh, yeah, so we had planned that. And then when we got back, it was right to the Super Bowl. So wow. still trying to recover a little bit. But I hear it was you. wonderful. Um so you did not watch halftime, is what you're saying in person? No, 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 no. I watched everything. Trust you me, watched, I watched every commercial. No, I watched <laughs> it all. No, trust me. We had no. I was at my house. If you look at my Instagram, you can see like my wife and myself and my dog all on our team oh. here, ready for the game. Yeah, that's <laughs> we, cute. No, trust me. This is it's a holiday. You know how it is in America. It's a holiday, and mm -hmm. we we're back home in San Diego <laughs> watching the game and uh, had some friends over some food and you know celebrated loved everything it was great um one of the highlights for me aside from football was chris stapleton and, oh he was uh, awesome we, yeah. yeah oh my god oh yeah. my gosh hell i got teary-eyed too yeah. I mean, it's just so powerful and you know loving this country so much i mean it's just yeah it was it, it was amazing i loved it it was great i can't believe how big the super bowls have have gotten now it's crazy you look for back sure. 20 years from now I mean, 20 years, you know, before and how they were. And then now the magnitude of these games are just unbelievable. I love it. I love being a fan right now. It's great. So I want to be a player. Yeah, something. Right. I'll be a <laughs> So Patrick Mahomes said on Late Night, I believe it was Jimmy Kimmel, that um, Andy Reid told them, 
if y'all go out there to watch Rihanna, keep on walking. Don't come back in this locker room. <laughs> Would you risk it all to see your favorite performer <laughs> if they're at the Super Bowl halftime show and you're playing it? That's that's a lot. Nah, um, I wouldn't do that because don't forget you can always rewatch it. On, right. I think Apple, Apple right. Music or YouTube mm -hmm. or, or something like that. You can always Correct. watch it. And sometimes watching on TV is better. You get different mm -hmm. angles and things like that. And but yeah. it was a phenomenal show. Um, my wife is a huge Rihanna fan, and, and uh, she actually yeah. loved it. She was singing all the songs and. Uh, it, cool. it was my whole playlist. I was living. You couldn't tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. That half -time. Yeah, but trust 13 me, minutes, down by goodness. some scores at halftime, when you're down by some scores at halftime, right. trust right. me, everybody is, is is trying to figure out a way to make some adjustments and how we're going to combat and come back and win the game. And that's what they did. And that's what, you know, that's what, you know, Andy Reid, that's what he, that's what they do. They find a way in the second half to like, you know, to move some things around Always. and to find a way to win. It's awesome. How, how, how do you think, though, that long halftime, how do you think that helped the Chiefs? Because obviously Patrick Mahomes was hobbling. He was hurt. So it seemed to give him a little bit more rest, tape it up. They had a chance to scheme in the second half. And we saw what Andy Reid did and how effective it was to really score on every single drive. How do you think that longer halftime than usual might have helped the team? Um, I think he gives it, I'm not really sure because I hate long half times. Right. You know, when I play it, I just like, mm -hmm. I just want to go out there and just finish it. Right. But I yeah. think it's a certain advantage if you're behind or something, you're trying to figure something out or, or the, the offense is doing something that we can't like really connect with defensively. And we need to like take a pause and draw it up on the board and say, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to change this around. That gives you a little bit more time, but I think, you know, when you're gelling and you're rolling and, you know, you just want the game to keep going and everything is, is, is great, you don't want a long halftime. But I think it kind of worked to their advantage for sure. They try to move some things around. I'm sure they made some adjustments and put it on the whiteboard to make some, you know, some changes, maybe from the offensive line scheme or from the defense. I mean, whatever it was, it right. worked. Mm -hmm. It worked. So, I mean, looking back at it, they found a way to win. Um, exciting win, and uh, all you can do is look back at that halftime and say, heck yeah, it helped him out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not saying Rihanna was part of it, but I'm just saying <laughs> it was Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna forever. Um, Donnie, real quick before we let you go here, there was so much being said about this young Chiefs team, especially the guys in the secondary. You have young running backs out there and Isaiah Pacheco, who had an outstanding season, let alone the game that he played. And I think that lends to sort of the narrative that the players were talking about in terms of the quote-unquote rebuild and how people weren't expecting them to do that. The way that this Chiefs organization has really brought in these young players, and they have a crap ton of picks this uh, draft as well that they're hosting in Kansas City. I think it says a lot about yeah. what they're doing in the front office, in their player development, and of course on the coaching side of things. And that cannot be discounted as much as um, we we sort of praise the talent that's on the field as well. Yeah, but you know what? It's the environment, right? It's the environment when these mm -hmm. you know when these young kids come into the Chiefs organization. There's a certain expectation yeah. on how to work, you know, on the field. Uh, you know, uh, in the weight room, in the classroom, there's a certain amount of like, you know, of, 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 of um, expectation, right? Especially having, you know, Mahomes at the helm, right? Yeah. And everybody's looking at him and knows what he's done. I mean, he's setting that 
environment along with, you know, Gary Clark and all the other guys on the team um, that kind of set that, that environment to the culture and to yeah. win, right? The culture there, right? It's, it's important. And I know that when these young guys go there, they're looking around like, wow, I mean, these guys have been doing it for the last five years. Yeah. And uh, they're just looking around and they see from the veterans and how it, you know, what it takes to work. And I think it creates that culture, that environment there at the Chiefs organization for sure. And so when young guys come in, uh, if they're able to, uh, you know, to compete at that level on top of like the hard work and ethic and, and learning that culture of the environment there at, uh, at one arrowhead place, um, I think, uh, you know, whoever comes in there, they're, you know, they're gelling, they're working. I mean, if you look at what the Patriots did, right? So, you know, when they were doing so well, winning and beating, beating my team every damn year, um, they found a way to, to, to plug and play, right? To bring in guys and to make it work. And I think that's what you see right now with the Chiefs organization. It, the future certainly is bright for them, and they are on a high as well as they should be. And, Donnie, I know you love rocking that hat of the Kansas City <laughs> I Chiefs. Got it. I got yeah, it. you're going to be hat. wearing that hat. bad boy. Yeah, it's the a great hat. It only costs $60. <laughs> $60 for a hat. Oh, Inflation, God. man. Inflation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So are the days of getting, you know, so are the days of getting free hats. Right? Now you got to fly. Donnie's a merch. Got. Donnie, thank you so much for your insight, for sharing your fandom, and for giving us a peek, of course, into the organization. We appreciate you. Um, I'm sure you're still readjusting from the jet lag, so we'll let you go uh, get your time zones right. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks, yeah, Donnie. Sure. Appreciate it. All right. See you guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Aquí es donde hay carne con papas, fútbol, smash mouth en la trinchera, vamos a ver, Mahomes vuelve a mover a Sky Moore, esa entrega, pow, pow, Isaiah Pacheco, go, 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 entró el VIP, Isaiah Pacheco. Entró el VIP. Yeah. That was a bad bunny reference if nobody picked him. I'm going to be VIP. Yep. Wait, do we have the rights to that song? Let me stop singing it if we don't, just in case. You know, I know. Listen, Bad Bunny was awesome, by the way, <laughs> at the Grammys. Are you Bad kidding Bunny me? Was awesome. I cried, Will. I cried watching that so performance. Great. It looked like Noche Buena at my tia Sonia's house. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was <laughs> un carnaval. By the way, that was a nod to El Festival de San Sebastián, which they do in Puerto Rico every year so mm -hmm. that's why they had the big heads there um it, it was it Loved was epic it. every part of it they said you're gonna get every it's bit the tone every bit of this latinidad um so i'm glad yeah. that they had they had that line they're very well done by play by play oh you love to see it yes. um but yes. that is why isaiah pacheco boricua yeah. let's go yeah. platano power <laughs> all the way are you kidding me platano power Every kind of flat mofongo, which they do in Puerto Rico. He had several oh, things yeah. of that before and after the game. Tostones, platano maduro, you name it. 
I think um, mm, third delicioso. Chiefs rookie to have a thousand or more rush yards in a season in, G- in franchise history. I mean, the way this kid came out, I believe he was a seventh round draft pick. Get you some Isaiah Pacheco. His family has been out there on the field with him. It, it's uh, you love to see it. The representation is chef's kiss. I love it. More of him. He's going to be great. His career in the league is going to be fantastic. And he started out rookie year with a Lombardi. What? Like it's hard? Yeah, he's unbelievable. He, he is your, he's your Platano power. He always is a guy that runs hard. You know, he doesn't take any plays off. You know, he doesn't go less than 100%. Mm -mm. And you saw him even at the parade. He just was dancing in the street into (laughs) it, representing Rutgers. Mm-hmm. which certainly made our colleagues, Jason McCourty and Sean O'Hara, very happy, very uh, happy being former Rutgers stars as they were. So big fan of Isaiah Pacheco, certainly changed the dynamic of the run game. Mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards-Alaire hurt, wasn't there, and I think it gave Isaiah Pacheco all the opportunity and time to really grow into that role, and he makes them dangerous and as yet another element, MJ. So... Well done. I agree. Chef's kiss all the way. Muy bien, Isaiah. Muy bien. <laughs> he was also wearing the um, Puerto Rico decal on his on his helmet for this. On his helmet, yeah. Yeah, our international team. They brought back the 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 flag decals, which was fantastic. So that's mm-hmm. one check in the box. Now I'm hungry again. Great, yes. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, distract me with a little <laughs> buy or selva. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Buy or Selva. There's a lot going on. I know we're focused on the Super Bowl, Will, but there, a lot yeah. has happened since Sunday. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Let's start. Well, what do we got? With I was going to say let's start in Las Vegas, but technically no more. Uh, no. Derek Carr, now released, mm-hmm. will enter free agency as a free agent. Getting a lot of mm-hmm. news. So Buy or Selva. Derek Carr will be the Saints QB. I am going to. Uh, Whoa, I'm going you're to reluctantly, reluctantly buy on this one. The why? Because of Cam Jordan. Cam uh, <laughs> <because of Camp laughs> Jordan. You know, you know, Cam is is putting on the pressure to get him down there. Yeah. Uh, he's already had two visits, so if you like a place. You usually visit it multiple times. Mm-hmm, that doesn't mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm. he's going to uh, count out any other teams. Tampa Bay certainly needs a quarterback. It's a lot you of You know, we'll see what happens with the Jets, but it feels like we have to wait and see with what happens with other quarterbacks too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lamar Jackson still has to sign his deal. Um, we know about Aaron Rodgers. There's just a lot of moving yeah. parts. Jimmy G also is going to be looking for work. You know, is Baker Mayfield even be going to be considered anywhere? And, and also remember that the Cardinals are going to be looking for a quarterback as well. In the meantime, is that where somebody's no. going to go? So I think, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, Derek's not going to go there, but yeah. I think, I'm going to I'm going to buy uh, on this one reluctantly but I think I think the Saints. What do you think? I okay, I like this especially cuz I love the recruitment from Cam that we saw via yeah. Twitter. He's like are you trading silver and black for black and gold? Come on, it's an easy transition there. But was Cam serenading him though, do you think? He like was, how he did at the uh, NFL Honors? He you was. <laughs> 
Actually, Cam has no voice left. I can confirm because he co-hosted with me on Sunday at the Super Bowl. And he barely had yeah, a voice going into so that. Good. But yes, in a way, he is serenading him. But of course, you know, Big Brother Carr, David, is with me on Total Access, was with me the day yeah. that, that Derek got released. And he, he spoke to us about how he had some takes. There, there is... There is a punch list here, right? There is a list of requirements for Derek, who is going into his 10th season. So this isn't like a newbie quarterback who like doesn't know. He has a family. Um, and there's a lot of other things that have to be in place, including um, a, a level of ownership in, in terms of running the offense, in terms of his input. Um, so it has to be the right relationship, the right culture, the right team that is going to uh, put him in a position to thrive. And that's going to listen to his input offensively at, at minimum um, for there to really be success. So there's a lot of layers to this. This is interesting. And you would imagine that mm. someone like Derek wants to go to a team that is ready to win now. I keep eyeing, yep. I keep looking over there in New York at the Jets. It's an interesting situation. <sighs> Don't forget that also the Maybe. Giants, are they going to stick with Daniel Jones? The Panthers um, certainly on the lookout for it. There's yes, a lot Panthers. that can happen. There's a lot yeah, that can yeah. happen. Now I'm getting yeah, no, the Panthers. Yeah, well, the, the Panthers, certainly, they have to decide on whether Sam Darnold is the guy, whether they're going to get a veteran quarterback, or are they going to stick with mm. what they have? How about Washington? That's another place. Why are we like this? What is that? Like, <laughs> everywhere. That we, but but we this is what makes it fun, like, there's right? There's so many can... things that could happen. Like, this is why, yeah. Will, anytime somebody asks us, like, oh, do you get some time to rest after Super Bowl? That's hilarious. No. One, nothing slows down. We go right into combine, <laughs> right into free agency, right into draft. Talk to me in June, and maybe yeah. I've rested by then. All right. One more for you. Um, yeah. You mentioned the Cardinals. Um, yeah. They, they're hiring. They've got their new guy. Okay. So. Let's talk about their quarterback, though. Buy or sell them. Mm -hmm. Kyler will have a career year with his new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. Career year. <laughs> this is this is rather dramatic, I believe. Um, Little I'm dramatic. going to Selva on this because mm. he's coming off that knee injury. So we don't know when he's going to come back and be healthy. We also don't know who the OC is going to be. Now he has a defensive-oriented coach, mm -hmm. and we don't know what the philosophy on offense is going to be. Now, what was interesting is I had a chance to anchor the coverage of the Jonathan Gannon uh, introductory press conference, and he did say that the team will be adaptable, and he was asked, what does that mean? He's like, well, I we're not going to run the same scheme uh, twice. We're going to adapt to whatever team that we're going to go to. And he said that that made a lot of people scared in Philadelphia because he said that he didn't have a scheme, that he's going to go with what works and that he's going to surround Kyler Murray and his star players with, with uh, the right mm. scheme that fits for that particular week. So, no, I'm going to sell in on this. But uh, on a side note, in, in doing – I did the two introductory press conferences, not only for Jonathan Gannon but for – Shane Steichen. So I, mm -hmm. I have written down what they had said. So Gannon had said that he wants them to be adaptable, violent, explosive, and smart. Okay, that's what he had said. That's so then there was a four wow. pillars okay. for, for Shane Steichen in his Colts introductory uh, press conference. He said the four pillars are character, 
preparation, consistency, relentless. I love that they have, they've narrowed it down to four things okay. that they have to do. The four pillars that they have to do. Four different, it just very, seems like very different pillars for each of them too, by the way. Yes, yes. And, and what was interesting, as I go down a different rabbit hole, I was seeing that Dax Shepard was trending on Twitter. I'm like, oh man, did something oh happen to him? You know, did he get into an accident? No, it's because uh, a lot of people thought that Shane Steichen looks like Dax Shepard. Oh my God. So <laughs> now I can't unsee hey. it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So come on. Punked was fantastic with Ashton Kutcher. And yeah, that's what Dax Shepard got on the map because of that. Yeah, yeah. So All anyway, right. that was my aside. Sorry. <laughs> I like the asides. <laughs> the accoutrement that we get here on the show um well that's great so I, all you were very conservative on both because you were a little actually no only conservative on Derek Carr not so much on Kyler um and I get that I get that very deeply all right well let's let's wrap this thing up with e punto because not only is yeah. it the end of the week it's the end of the season officially yeah oh my god we did it yeah, barely. We did it, but but plenty <laughs> more ahead. So, am I going to be the first one, or are you going to be the first one to give your ipunto? You go Is for that... it. You first. M me? Okay. I have so many. Um, yeah. So my ipunto is the Super Bowl really brings amazing experiences for people, and I say that because i brought up nick allegretti earlier the offensive mm. lineman for the chiefs and he came on he had said that he had got a phone call in the wee hours sunday morning where his wife was in labor with twin girls and so he knows this they play the game the confetti is is falling down he facetimes his wife they can't hear each other worth not. a lick right it's so loud in there, but he said how much he really wished his family was there and seeing them in the stands, how that would have given him comfort. Either way, they celebrate, fly back to Kansas City. Then what he ends up doing is flying to Chicago where she has oh my God. the kids. So he sees his family, then he flies back to Kansas City for the parade. And then he goes back because he has to then move because that's what they're in the process of doing. <laughs> so talk about all the major stressors and all the major highs, but the Super Bowl and then the birth of his kids, nothing short of phenomenal, which the Super Bowl brings us so many experiences, right? Yeah. And it, it, you had so many just being there. So that's that's my ipunto with the Super Bowl bringing us so many cool experiences and touches people in different ways yeah by the way sidebar we did we ever get an update on jason kelsey's wife remember she took her ob to um to yeah. arizona with her because she was like 38 weeks pregnant has she had the baby right we need yeah. to check there was a lot of super bowl babies yeah. a lot of super bowl babies from yes from, from, yes. Both, from both teams um for me ipunto you mentioned the experiences right and and somebody that we've watched mm -hmm. develop all season long is my Friend Diana Flores, who is, of course, a flag football ambassador. We will have her on the pod yep. eventually. She's a very busy gal. If you didn't see her Super Bowl commercial, huh? where have you been? Yep. Because yeah. it is epic. It was all about just moving the game forward and the women who are um, who are pushing that, who are, are at the forefront of it. So Diana is one of them. Vanita Crouch, who is the quarterback for the U.S. women's uh, flag football team. 
unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I got to talk to Diana and hug her Great afterwards because we have another feature go on our NFL um, and our L Snap channels. You'll see it there where she revealed the Super Bowl commercial to her parents and her yes, sister. Yes, that was amazing. And if I let me warn you now, because my friends were very mad that I posted it without like a warning for cheers, just having tissues yeah. ready. Um, I think especially for us, for Latinos to, to see her parents and, and their eyes well up with tears of pride for their daughter. One of the lines that they said was, you told me you were in it. You didn't tell me you were the star, but we knew that you mm -hmm. were the star. We've always known that. And we couldn't have even dreamed this for you. And I saw my parents reflected in that, you know, like they were mm -hmm. here in studio, they were part yeah. of a huddle. And it's like, it's those moments, those touch points that we see ourselves reflected in that that means so much, you know, that reminds us mm -hmm. that it's so much more than just what you see on the field, but all of the layers, um, especially for our, our, our Latino family um, that follow us here in El Huddle. So we're so happy to bring these stories to you, to be your eyes and ears out here, Will, to be able to do it with you the entire season. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have asked for a better partner. Thank you for bringing me into the El Huddle podcast. This Likewise. was your, your brainchild um, last year. So it has been a tremendous year and I cannot wait to see what is next for us, for the league, and for all of the Latinos out there just representing for us and moving the needle forward. Hey, no, uh, that's amazing. No, the pleasure is all mine to be on this journey with you and to just see the experiences that you have in, in, in feeling those and living those is nothing short of awesome for me. So you're a role model yourself. You bring up Diana. Well, you are a role model as well to several people, including to me. Thanks. Uh, wow, this, 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 this El Hado, we, we got mushy here we at the end. We got in it. And of course, Divine, our team, uh, our team behind yeah. the scenes who, who works tirelessly to put all of this together. Thank you, all of you guys, for all of the work that you do to, to bring this together. We're a small but mighty team. One thing about us, we're going to get it done, honey. We're going to get it done and bring yep. it to you guys. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share with your friends on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're following along El Huddle. And this is not a goodbye, by the way. We still have a lot more content. As we mentioned yes. to them, Will, yes. the quote-unquote off season is over. Not for us. Nobody give us that memo. Nah. It's still Never. rolling. We'll have more content for you, more <laughs> El Huddle podcasts coming over the next few months. Um, so with that, we might be able to take a nap at this point, but we'll get right back to work, won't we, Will? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. I'm already starting to Z, knowing that it's only going to be 15 minutes. So, right. either way. Adios, prima hermana. Thanks, Adios. everybody. Appreciate it. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.